the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are back. It is Lifeline. Hour number two. My guest tonight, well, I'm the guest. You know, it's it's odd because (laughs) uh, Craig has offered up the fourth Friday of the month to the Truth For Today ministry and Pastor Phil Howard. And uh, I get the, the the joy and the blessing of moderating and spending time with uh, some dear friends that I enjoy immensely. And he's not here. He's back east. <laughs> and I, I miss him terribly, but he's he sent his nephew in his place tonight, and it's okay, I guess. It's it's not Phil. It's, it's way down it, the ladder, I'm sure. But, but we can pray about that. <laughs> that's what we're doing exactly. tonight. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, his his nephew, Pastor Larry Howard from uh, Valley Bible Church here in Hercules. We're having a sweet time of fellowship tonight. It is a joy. And we do want to take this second hour and spend more time in prayer. And that is exactly what we're going to do. We've got a few prayer requests. If you want to get yours in, we're more than welcome to hear from you. 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X, 888-367-5329 is the number to call if you have a prayer request. And as as we kind of get ready to go to the Lord in prayer, um, for those who, Larry, been listening to us tonight, and they, they say, yeah, you, you know, I just don't feel like I'm in a place mm-hmm. where the Lord would hear me. Yeah. How, how do you respond to that? Well, I tell them they got somebody in their ear that's lying to them. That's what I would tell them. Um, God uh, wants so desperately to hear from you. Um I I always think of the privilege of prayer and what it cost God for you to be able to talk to him because we have access to him through his son Um, and his son died on a cross for you. So you were so important to the father that he would send his son to die for you and he did that not just so he could rescue you from hell. That wasn't that's a benefit of it but so he could spend eternity with you and teach you about himself and that you would know him and he wants relationship um does he need the relationship Mm, no he wants it though he desires it and so um and he doesn't force us into that i'm always amazed that as powerful and as mighty as god is he doesn't force us into relationship he wants it to be your own free will that you choose to come at him and love him. But um, I would encourage you to do this. Um, I know there's a lot of books out there. I've got one with me right here. The Hour That Changes the World. I'd recommend it to anybody. But I think that if you're not a prayer person, if you haven't done this yet, if you haven't established this daily walk in prayer with the Lord, maybe you're studying your Bible, maybe you're not. I don't know. I just know that for you to grow, for you to mature, you need to do both. You need to inhale the word. That is just get in the word and read. Uh, don't try to overstudy it if you haven't been trained that way. Just read it and let the Holy Spirit talk to you through what is there written down. And then just pray. Ask God. I, I do this. Um, I start with prayer 
I ask God to enlighten me on what I'm going to read. And then I get into the Word of God and I read it. And then what I do is come out of that and say, Lord, thank you for showing me these truths. Help me now to carry out my aspects of those truths. And then there's a lot more prayer that we do. But I would tell you, if you're um, discouraged tonight, because maybe you've tried to pray, and maybe you felt like um, what Andy talked about earlier even in this show, that your prayer doesn't get beyond the ceiling. Um, You're not alone in that. I think we've all experienced that before. It's at that moment I would tell you to stay there longer. Pray a little longer. He says you're praying until we get a song of joy. So if you can't get up from your prayer time singing about the Lord, if you can't get up and sing Amazing Grace after talking to him, maybe you need to stay a little longer. Don't give up on it. He's not giving up. As a matter of fact, even in the in the uh, Luke passage, who will I find praying like this whenever I come back? Praying in faith. Not giving up. Don't give up. Don't give up. God wants to answer your prayers. God wants to advance you in your Christian walk. But he won't force you to do it. And so I encourage you tonight, right now, if you've tried it before, but I do it this way. When I teach prayer classes, um, I've, I've said it this way. I don't expect you to pray an hour every morning starting off. If you have no prayer life now, why don't you commit to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and pray 15 minutes. But pray along this kind of avenue. Adore him. This is what he said. This is how Jesus said we're to pray. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. Or what is it you need, basically, supplication. Those are the pattern of how to pray. And if you do that, if I were to ask Andy tonight, what can I pray for you about? Um, he, he would probably tell me about his wife, his children, uh, his children's children, if he has those. And I think he does. Mm-hmm. And there are so many needs just for me to pray for Andy Froyland. If I just prayed for him tonight, we could spend an, an easy hour because I would want to pray for all aspects, not just, oh, Lord, help Andy. I would be very specific about it. I would write down my prayers. Sometimes people, and listen, do different postures. If you don't feel like you can kneel and pray, then stand up and walk and pray. If you, if you, if your mind travels because you're talking to yourself, your inner self, pray out loud then. Um, change up the routine and you'll find, I think what you'll find, if you can commit to praying for 15 minutes every other day, you will find out that's not enough time. You'll just find that it's just not enough time. And so let God meet you. Stay there long enough that you can hear his voice. And I don't mean an audible voice. I'm not into that. Just that you'll be able to, you'll agree with him in prayer. There's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like that. And then, of course, praying with each other is so much fun then because you've got this private knowledge and this private prayer time with God. You can't wait to share in prayer with others. And he told us to do that. You know, he he says to do that. So, man, don't give up on the Lord. The Lord's not giving up on you. So remain faithful in it, and you'll be amazed and how he responds to you. It's, uh, what was it, Martin Luther 
was quoted as saying once, he's got such a extraordinarily busy day, he's going to need an extra hour in prayer in the morning just Absolutely. to make it through. Absolutely. We, we get that all backwards, don't we? Right, we do. Yeah. I read about, and I, I'm sorry, I won't be able to tell you, maybe you yeah, might remember this man's name, actually. I was reading a book about, um, well, David Jeremiah wrote this wonderful book called uh, Prayer, the Great Adventure, mm-hmm. a great book. And he says, man, if, if you're not praying, if you're not reading a book about prayer, you need to be. You always need to be reading a book about prayer. It encourages your heart. But he, he said in that book, and I, like I said, I'm sorry, I can't remember. I was a missionary guy, I believe, but I'm not, I'm not sure. He used to get up. He would get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, which was two hours before he had to, had to be somewhere. And he would pray for two hours. And he said ministry got so heavy, he realized he needed to pray more. Well, now, me and you, or I won't speak for you, Andy, because I don't want to be, that would be unfair. Me, I would go, well, I'm going to go in at 9 then so I can pray that extra hour. He started getting up at 4 in the morning instead. So he, yeah. he had put another two hours. So front, he was front loaded. Yeah, he was praying four hours before he would go in to do ministry. And all that happened was his ministry exploded. And all of a sudden, he had more energy and more time. Was that praying Hyde? It might have been. I can't remember. Was, I, I, there was a guy they, they called Praying Hyde, a missionary in India. He might have been, yeah. yeah. And, and they said that like where he prayed, there was worn out spots in the floor yeah. from his knees where he yes. prayed. Yeah, yeah, I'd be Praying Hyde. Yeah. I don't know his real name. He, he just, yeah. Everyone just knew was him was Praying like, Hyde. Wait a minute. I mean, you get up, you give up two more hours of sleep, yeah. but he had more energy. Yeah. Go figure. You see, that's the way. That's God's economy. How he works. He, that's how, he works. how God works. It he is. takes the he takes the unusual and the unexpected and makes it the normal. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, do I have a second here? I just want to say something real quick about about my pastor, about my pastor emeritus. If I have enough time, I just want to say thank you to him. He uh, can't hear you, okay. so it's okay. That's all right. I want to say it so people can hear it. Uh, whatever I am, um, I know the Lord has done a ton of things in my life, but. The benefit of being under this man's ministry, um, I would not be who I am today yeah. without a Phil Howard. So he's a pretty incredible guy. So if you get a chance to listen to him, you need to, because he's uh, very instrumental. He'll be very instrumental in helping you to know the scriptures and to know the Lord. And to so, know, yeah, to know Jesus. Yeah. All right, so we've got quite a few prayer requests here, and we want to get to them, and we will do so on the other side of this break in post-haste, as a matter of fact. So let's take a quick time out. We're going to come back and spend some time in prayer, and we'll do just that. Off to the KFAX Traffic Center now, Mr. Michael Bennett, once again, with a look at your commute. And now, back to Lifeline. And we are back. It is Lifeline, the Truth For Today edition with Pastor Phil Howard. Our special guest tonight filling in for Pastor Phil is his nephew, Pastor Larry Howard. And uh, it's all in the family. That is just, you know, when you have that kind of heritage, it's special. It It really is. is. And I I really enjoy the fact that we get to spend some time tonight with you. Uh, It's... uh, it is sweet, and uh, right now we want to spend some time before the Lord in prayer. You've sent in some prayer requests tonight. We want to try and honor those and spend some time before the throne of grace, bringing your requests to the Lord, and we're going to do just that. Yeah. Before we go there, I just wanted to uh, read another little passage here since uh, this is a Bible kind of show. 
Really? Uh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. kind of well. Truth for today is I know that for sure. <laughs> um, I just want to read this. I think it's going to be applicable to what we're we're attempting to do here, even in these prayers. But uh, this is out of James one. Consider all joy, my brethren. Mm. And this is for everyone that sent a request. And and I I feel like Andy, you know radio data more than I do, but I feel like for every person that sends a request in, there's 20 more that would, but they Easily. just haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we find that out. But this is what he says. Consider all joy, my brother, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But now then, listen to this. But if any of you lacks wisdom about what? About the trial you're in. Guess what? We've got in a government in COVID, they lack wisdom in what to do about COVID. And so when you ask your pastor, when are we going to open your church up? And he says, I don't know. That's what he means. He doesn't know. Because if the people that have been trained to do this don't know. So anyway, when you get in these circumstances, but if any of you lacks wisdom, what do we do? We put our hands over our eyes and we lay down and go to sleep. No. I cover your ears. You cover your yeah. ears. I don't want to hear it. No, he says, let him ask of God. Well, I think that means let him pray to God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Mm. Not it might be given to him. I love it. He says it's very, very direct. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, not a, it it's not a will. maybe. It it's, will. It will be given. It will be given to him. But this here's the caveat. So when we go to pray here, but he must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Very interesting. So tonight, as we pray for these different needs, first of all, thank you to all of you who entrusted these requests to us here at the radio. Um, I find it always a great privilege to pray on behalf of other people. And so we're going to do that, but we need you to latch on to some faith and believe that God can answer these prayers. I would not waste my breath on this radio tonight praying if I didn't believe God could answer every one of these requests. Yeah. I know he can. Now, how will he answer them? Now, that's another subject matter. Who knows the mind of God in that? But I do know you will get an answer. Yes. You will. So I there's a, a young lady here. Uh, I'm assuming young. If you're a little bit older and I call you young, you'll be happy. <laughs> so a uh, young lady named Diane, she's asking us to pray for healing for some friends. Uh, and she names Alice, Mary, Michelle, and Sherry. Not exactly sure what healing we're talking about here, but we're just gonna we're gonna pray for that right now, and then uh, we'll we'll move along down here until we run out of some time, and we'll come back in a in a few minutes after another traffic report, and we'll and pray some more. Tackle the next one, yeah, absolutely. Oof. So let me pray for you, Diane, and, and and so thank you again for your request, Father. I thank you for Diane who believes in you enough that she said I'm gonna send a request in to these pastors, because if they'll pray, I believe God can do something. And so she's already exercised faith by even believing enough to say, let's pray about this. So I thank you for her. And I thank you that she's a friend to these people. What a friend. Lord, give me a lot of friends that'll pray on my behalf. Give Andy friends that'll pray on his behalf. Uh, you said we're to ever intercede for one another. So we're going to do that tonight. Lord, I don't know what the healing is that they need. Maybe it's spiritual healing. Maybe it's physical healing. Whatever that is, I know that you want to go to work. 
you said that we come to you and we call on you in the day of trouble and you said you would deliver. So I'm going to ask you on behalf of Alice, on behalf of Mary, on behalf of Michelle and Sherry, that you will step in right now, Lord, right now, um, and you'll start to produce what it is they need. Is it physical healing, Lord? Would you allow them? I know that you could heal them in a in a snap of a finger, but perhaps maybe your way of doing that is by sending the right sending them to the right doctor. Even Lord, let them do their part even in the answer to the prayer, and then provide the medical doctors that they may go to if that's the case. Provide them with the wisdom that they need to help these individuals. And uh, Lord, I know that there's you have a way that is not man's way. We understand that. You're a sovereign God. You're in charge. You're in control. But you told us to ask, and when we ask, you said you would move. You would do. And so we're just asking you, heal these people up. And then just a special, a, a, a special blessing on Diane's life. I, I just, like I said before, I appreciate that she is willing, so willing, to allow herself. That's a vulnerability even to call in a radio show and give a request. Thank you for her. Bless her life too, Lord. And boy... Lord, if we, I don't know if this format's going to allow us to ever hear if these prayers are answered. So I'm just going to say thank you right now. Thank you right now for your answer to these prayers. And then I'm asking this Diane, I think she's listening. Diane, if the Lord answers these prayers, would you please make sure you go to him and say thank you? Hmm. Just make sure you honor him and what he's doing in your life and in the lives of your friends. In Jesus' name we pray because he's our, he's our connection point to the Father. We pray those things. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm looking. I think i got time to do one more here before we have to go to a break. I have a Tanya uh, that sent in a request and uh, says that she needs some, she needs her marriage to be reinvigorated and her relationship with Jesus to be reinvigorated. So it sounds like we need a little revival in the marriage and a little revival in her relationship with Jesus. And Tanya, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think I could use a little revival in my marriage. <laughs> and I know I could use a revival with Jesus. So this is a a, a, a request that's common to man. Amen. And so, um, you know what? I love my wife dearly, and I believe that you love your husband dearly. But you need sometimes, we just need a little tune-up. And the Lord is the one that can allow that. So let's just pray that right now. Father, I thank you for Tanya. I thank you that she recognizes in her own heart, I need a little reinvigoration. And um, Lord... I'm going to ask you to do that for Tanya. Um, I'm going to ask you that you would allow her to be the wife that you intended her to be. And she needs help in that, Lord. I need help to be the husband that I need to be. Uh, Andy needs help yes. to be the husband that he needs to be. And you are our helper. You provide the Holy Spirit in our life to allow us to see what direction we need to go. And then, Lord, this second one, Lord, if she's drawing away from you. Oh, I pray that she would lean back toward you. Um, I, Lord, you're just waiting with open arms. You're not, you're not going to um, turn her away. You just don't do that. That's not who you are. You're faithful. You said in Timothy that you would be faithful even when we are not. And for you to be anything but faithful, you would fail to be who you are. So we're just asking you, would you revive Tanya in her spiritual walk with you? Oh, Lord, if she'll get that, her marriage will automatically be reinvigorated. Mm -hmm. 
She needs to run to you. My mom used to tell me, don't run. Lawrence Keith, don't run from your help. Run to your help. Tanya, we're praying you'll run to Jesus. He will be your helper. He is your guide. So run toward him. And um, again, we just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to even intercede on behalf of these ladies tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, to that, we go to another time out and another break. When we come back, we'll continue the prayer request list and our time before the Lord. You still have a quick shot. If you would like to get your prayer request in, we could squeeze one or two more in before the time is up this evening. 888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 888-367-5329. We're off to the KFAX Traffic Center, and it's Mr. Michael Bennett again with a look at your commute. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. It is Lifeline. I'm Andy Froyland. Our special guest tonight is Pastor Larry Howard, uh, who is in for his uncle tonight, uh, the Truth For Today edition of Lifeline, Pastor Phil Howard. And we're just spending some time in prayer tonight, taking some of your prayer requests. It is an honor and a privilege. And, you know, we talk about it, and, uh, and pastors throughout the day here on Lifeline and on, or on KFAX, uh, they'll do series on prayer but how often do we actually have time to sit and just pray right? and actually do what we've been talking about? right? And so that's what we purpose to do here throughout the rest of the program tonight. So again, if you've got a prayer request, we can sneak another quick one in. We have a few minutes left, two segments, actually, 888-367-5329. If you have something you would like us to pray for, we'd be more than happy and honored to yeah. go before the Lord in prayer for you. So Absolutely. with that, you've got a couple of more requests there, right? Yeah, I've got two or three here for sure. I want to say something real quick. Um, I think that when we have the requests like this, have this opportunity, you know, one of the things I resolve to do every year, and I, I'm just going to be honest, I've never done it yet. I want to try and pray more than I talk about it. Yeah. And even tonight, if you look at how we've done this, necessarily i'm not saying we were wrong in it i think it was the right thing to do talk scripture about why we pray but we've done a lot of talking about prayer and we're going to get 35 40 minutes of it in so yeah. that's great but that's yeah. a great thing because we usually don't get that much time in prayer exactly. right exactly yeah but i appreciate so much uh these people sending because we have a father who has a son named michael and he would desperately want him to be saved and um man being a dad i understand that feeling and Michael um, is not living uh, in his parents' home. He's on the streets somewhere. And so I'm not even sure if his father knows where he's at, but he knows he's in the streets living and uh, wants salvation for him. And I believe that uh, I, he doesn't say, I want him off the streets. Isn't that amazing? I want him to be saved. And um, what a what a love a dad can have for his son. And I'm reminded of the prodigal when I think of that. I'm mm, thinking, yeah. man, he went far away, and his dad kept looking for him. He knew where he was. He kept looking out in the distance. And so we're just going to pray for you, Dad. I, my heart goes out to you. Father, I thank you tonight that you are the father that we look at. <laughs> you are the example of what kind of dad I'm supposed to be like. And I'm going to fall short every time in my relationship with my, with my own kids. 
but you put a love inside of dads for their children. Uh, and so we tonight, we, we implore you, we plead with you that you would um, send someone Michael's direction. W would you cause maybe even another homeless individual that's near him that knows you? Maybe they've gotten off the track, but they know about you. Would you allow a conversation? I don't believe that you're, you can't reach where Michael's at. I know you can. And so I ask you tonight, would you send someone Michael's way that would be able to tell him clearly and in a concise way, Jesus Christ died for you, son. No matter what mistakes you've made, no matter what you've done, even your best of works don't compare to what Christ has done for you. So, Lord, would you send somebody along? I got a dad out here. He doesn't identify himself, but he's reaching out saying, I want my son desperately to be saved. Oh, Lord, would you save Michael? Will you? It's what you sent your son to do. You said in John that you didn't send your son to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Michael desperately needs you tonight. Desperately. And Lord, there's others listening to this program right now who've got children who are wayward or they don't know you. This is a common, once again, it's a common request. Mm -hmm. Oh, that you would reach down. And Lord, I know you're not done saving. You're not done. You are still in the job. It's your job. You are in the business of changing lives eternally. Thank you for doing that for me even, for Andy here, and for this father who wrote this in. Now, Lord, would you answer the prayer of a dad? I'm a dad too. I'm a grandpa. I want my grandkids to know you. I want Michael to know who you are. Would you introduce yourself like only you can do? Mm. Introduce yourself to him. He, he is, you said in Psalm that you reached into the mire to get me mm. down into the mud. I was in the pig pen just like the prodigal son. Mm. And you never gave up on us. You don't give up. You're not a God that gives us up. So would you reach down? And uh, we would do just what they did in, in 2 Corinthians 5. We're your ambassadors. We're pleading, not just with them, that they would know you. If I had Michael before me, I'd beg and plead him, mm -hmm. with him to know you. And I am of a persuasion that you are in charge of all of that. But I'd still beg and plead because you told me to do it. So we plead with you. Reach down to Michael tonight. Comfort the heart of this dad. Um, oh Lord, I don't know what that would be like. Thank you that you've, that that's not my plight necessarily, but I reach to this father and say, I, I don't even begin to understand, but I, I, I want to, if I could, I'd put my arms around you and hug on you and let you know that our God is a faithful God. And when we reach out to him, he goes to work. We have the omnipotent hand of God at our disposal by simply coming to you and asking you. Thank you, Lord, that I know that you are listening to this prayer and that you have the power and the ability 
to respond. Do that for this, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. All right. And then uh, and, and we have another one here. And, uh, and we just got this one. And we get an, okay, we'll one, keep them one. coming. We'll pray as long as, we'll pray right off the air. There you go. Um, let me see where I'm at here. All right. This one here is a little bit different change. Um, this is a young man who's uh, asking for God to give him some wisdom. And I think we just read that out in James there, where God will give it when we ask. And so he's got a, I want to know what kind of, trials don't always mean they're really horrific. I, got, I think we got to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. It can just be, I don't know what to do. That's a trial sometimes in your life. I'm not sure yeah. what to do in this circumstance. Right. So I want to make sure I'm not making this into a trial because it involves, um, he's trying to figure out wisdom about his mother needs. He, he needs to, it seems like to move her closer to him. Right. And so um, it, it's a it's a common problem. If we live long enough and our parents live long enough, we got to help them. That's an honoring thing. The scripture tells us, honor your father and your mother. I would encourage you, son, uh, that whatever your decision is, that you would make sure you do that part, that you honor your mom in this. But we're going to pray and ask God to help you figure out what is the best circumstance for your mother and uh, how you can help her and ask him to give you the, the wisdom on how to do that. Well, and, be, and and just so you know that you're not alone, um, throw me into the mix because I'll, I'll have that same request. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll double down on double that. Down Thank on you that very one. much. I yeah. could use some wisdom as well for, well, for where my mother is so at true. and, so and true. whether or not I need to move her as yeah. well. So Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are facing similar circumstances. Like you said, as older we get, the more common it becomes. The more so. common it does. And so and God knows about it, and he's yeah. got an answer for you. So, Father, we thank you tonight mm-hmm. that, you know, God, can I just say I'm so thankful that no request, no request is too big for you, and they sure aren't too small for you. I'm thankful that when we call your name out, you're attentive. I believe you're waiting for us to come to you. You already know we need your help. (laughs) We're not surprising you by saying that this young man, he needs some help to figure out, does he bring his mom closer? That's probably a huge decision, not only for mom, but also for him. Probably changes his own, own family dynamic, all of that. But I'm asking you, Lord, and even for Andy, I understand that the tension, like what do I do um, I don't want to take away their independence, but yet I want to be there to be able to help. And so, Lord, would you allow this young man the wisdom to make that decision? Mm-hmm. And whatever his decision is, um, I pray it would honor you, that you'd be able to say, yeah, that would be the decision I'd have you make, uh, that you'd give him a peace about that. Isn't that what you said would happen mm-hmm. when we come to you with anxious moments and we put them at your feet? We walk away with peace. Uh, would you give Andy peace? Would you give this young man peace about the right decision? And um, and then also give them the patience and all the things that are going to be required in making that decision. When they make that decision, they're going to be dealing with mom a little closer at hand. They're going to, but oh Lord, I believe you can give us all we need to handle all our circumstances. And so we ask you, Lord, first of all, give his mom strength. Give Andy's mom or his parents strength. Uh, and then give him the strength to, to be able to help them too. And um, in that process, Lord, we will always want to look at you and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for putting this young man and putting Andy in a position where they can even consider moving them closer. Hmm. That, there's some cost involved in that. There's some physical costs. There's some economic costs. So thank you that you put them in positions. And then, Lord, if they need help in those areas, 
Would you strengthen them? Would you give them the, the resources they need that they might truly do the first commandment that was ever given by you that attached a promise to it, mm. that they might actually honor their mom and their dad or their mother or their dad. There's probably many people out there that have similar circumstances. Mm. And so we just blanket requests. It's kind of this doubling down, as Andy said. Uh, we can be specific about those who give us a need, but we know that this need is out there. And so we just ask you, Lord, would you allow um, Andy and this young man to prayerfully consider what you would have them to do? That's what's best for not just mm. them, but for also for mom or for dad in that circumstance. And Lord, I, once again, I just say thank you that none of these requests are too uh, small for you. They're not, they're not, we're not to think, oh, well, God doesn't really want to deal with that one. That is a huge mistake that we make sometimes. Or we think we can handle this one. Lord, that's not true. We need you in every aspect. So we ask you to help this young man and then also to help Andy to make those decisions that are the right ones according to your will in their lives and in the lives of their mother. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And with that, we have to take another time out. When we come back, we will continue praying for you for as long as we can. If you, And once the microphones are off, that will not stop us from praying. I promise you we will stay right here and pray for the rest of these prayer requests off the air if we need to. So 888-FORKFAX if you'd like to join us in prayer. Off to the KFAX Traffic Center now for another look at your commute. And now back to Lifeline. We've got just a few minutes left to pray for you, and we'll do just that. As uh, we do so, there is a book that you want to uh, recommend to folks as well before we have our final few moments in prayer, right, Larry? Yeah, we have a, a, a booklet that I put together um, called the 714 Challenge. It comes out of Second Chronicles 714, and that, that passage says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their, heal their land. And that's a 35 days of prayer. It's a thing that takes you through a daily routine of prayer and, and ask you a few questions like a little workbook. And we want to offer that to you. If you will email us and let us know that you would like a copy of that, what we will do is we'll send back to that same email an electronic version of this book so you can have it in your email. All right, um, so let's do that, if, if you don't mind, and that would be to... Truth for today at valleybible.org. There you go, perfect. So if you want a copy of that, I recommend it highly. It's a great little book. It keeps you, uh, gets you started on a really good, consistent prayer life. Right now, though, we want to pray for Nora. Nora um, has a friend of hers named Sharon, and they're trying to get her, I believe it was Sharon, trying to get her off a feeding tube. And so we want to pray for that. And then Nora's looking for some housing. And so we're going to pray for her right now. Okay. Father, we thank you tonight that Nora um, is depending on you to um, heal up her friend, Sharon. And we would ask you, Lord, that you would um, allow her healing in her physical body so that she could get off of this feeding tube and that you will take care of that circumstance in their life. And that um, we, we want to just say thank you for letting us even ask you that, to even say, hey, we've got a big God. He can do that like that. In the snap of a finger, you can take care of that. So we just ask you to begin that healing process in Sharon. And then also that you'll provide housing for Nora, mm -hmm. that you will um, 
Uh, I don't know if she's looking for a home to buy. I don't know what her circumstances. She says she needs a house. So would you allow her uh, a place that's affordable for her? Economically, she'll be able to do that in, in, in a neighborhood that would be safe for her to, to uh, live in. Uh, and we ask you that in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I want to pray just the last prayer here. Well, before you do, yeah, let, let me pray real quick for Rhonda. It's interesting. Oh, that, okay. You know, uh, myself and this other guy, um, you know, we're praying about wisdom for moving our mother close. And Nora or Rhonda has just lost her mother. Oh, yeah. And please. so, you know, Absolutely. Father, we uh, we know that, that it is a cycle of life. Uh, we know that sin has entered this world. And uh, there is a, a, the statistics are clear. Ten out of ten people die. Yeah. It still hurts. It's still yeah. painful. Yeah. And we still need comfort. And you yeah. are the God of all comfort. Yeah. And while we have a couple of men and several other people who are in need of wisdom about what to do with their elderly parents, we have someone here tonight who has lost someone. Mm. And we pray for your mm. comfort and we pray for your grace and your yeah. mercy in yeah. her life that Rhonda would know your presence yeah. and know your comfort beyond all measure. And that she would find herself surrounded by your grace in ways that only she can experience and know. Uh, for your glory and your honor, we pray this, Christ, in your name. Amen. Amen. And I, I just think a final prayer would be great, Andy, during this yeah. COVID and the, the different things for our nation. He said if we would humble ourselves and pray that he'd heal the land. And uh, um, It's an Old Testament passage, but I really believe it's still true today. All right? So let's just do that, and then I'll, I'll kind of pray us out of here, and then you can take it over after that. All Father, right. I just want to come to you and say um, thank you so much for being a sovereign God, one that cares for us more deeply than we really can even fathom. And so you being a caring God, a faithful God, we want to say, uh, we as Christians in this country, we want to humble ourselves before you and say, Lord, this humility to come and pray and ask for help. It's just an act of humility. And so we say, Lord, we're humbling ourselves. We're getting so low. As Spurgeon said one time, I want to come to you so low. I can taste the dust. That's where we come from, Lord. I don't know what to do for this country. I have no clue. I do know they need you. I do know they need to ask you to heal the land. I know we need to ask you that. So we're asking you, heal this land. COVID-19, racial tensions, all the different things, Lord. You are the only hope for America. It's not built in a government. It's not built in... Who's the next president? It's about you. And if we would put you first, you make a promise that you say, if you'll make me first, I'll heal your land. Well, man, Lord, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you right now, heal our land, Amen. heal our land in Jesus precious, precious name. I pray these things. Amen. 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 Pastor Larry Howard, our special guest here tonight on Lifeline. It is our Truth For Today edition. If you uh, want the book that Pastor Larry talked about, again, it is called The 714 Challenge. Email us, truthfortoday at valleybible.org. If you have a prayer request that you didn't get into us tonight, truthfortoday at valleybible.org. We promise to pray for you. It is our desire to encourage the saints here at Truth For Today and Valley Bible Church. So feel free to avail yourself of our desire to stand on behalf of you before the throne of all grace. Again, truthfortoday at valleybible.org. And make sure you listen to Truth For Today, Monday through Friday, 5.30 in the morning, Sundays at 8.30. 
Larry, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Mr. Nate Nelson, our engineer, pressing all the buttons. Wanda Sanchez, our producer, and your ears round out the trifecta. As always, it is a pleasure spending time with you here on the Ray Dadio. Have yourself a great evening. We'll see you next time. And until then, may God richly bless you.